Good morning. I've had a little bit longer to prepare for this second homily this morning than I did for the first one. Uh, one of the things that really sprang up with me this morning as I was looking at the readings and also uh, during the week, I, I looked at the reading from St. Peter, from the letter, first letter of St. Peter, and it says, always be ready to give an explanation to anyone who asks for a reason for your hope, but do it with gentleness and reverence. And then the second part of that would be for it is better to suffer for doing good, if that be the will of God, than for doing evil. Has anybody ever asked you why you're Catholic? Why your faith is so strong or maybe isn't so strong? What would be the answer that you would give them? Hmm. How do we know who we are as Catholics? How do we know that? Before I walked up here, I said a little prayer, Veni Sancti Spiritus. Come Holy Spirit, give me the right words to say. I believe the answer to that is right there on the crucifix. It's the life of Jesus. And you heard a little bit about what was going on today in the gospel as Jesus was getting ready for what we are going to be celebrating this week coming up, the ascension. He was getting ready to tell the apostles that I will not leave you orphans. What does that mean? He's going to send us the Holy Spirit. Also, we need to know as Catholics what it means to know the person of Jesus Christ. And how does that happen? How do we know who Jesus is? Yes, we've got to spend time with him. We've got to find out who that person is. Maybe it's attending a Bible study class. Maybe it's just looking at the readings every single week, delving into the Word of God. The Gospels tell us who Jesus is. And if you look at the Gospel of Matthew, it goes back into the Old Testament and references the Old Testament told us that we were going to have a Savior and that Savior would be Jesus Christ. We need to know who He is. We need to spend time with Him. Spend time in the Blessed Sacrament Chapel. Spend time in the Word. Receive the body and blood of Christ. That way when someone asks us why we have such a strong faith, or such a strong hope, it's because we know who the person of Jesus Christ really is. Another thing that Jesus gave us was a shorter form of the Ten Commandments. You heard, keep my commandments and I know that you love me. Well, for some of us, we think commandments are just thou shalt not. But he gave us you know, the, the apostle says, what is the greatest commandment that we have? Love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with every fiber within you. And the second one is love your neighbor as yourself. Commandments are good things to have. 
I gave the example this morning. I was thinking about that first reading this morning. I think it's the only time they ever mention a car in the first reading. They said they were in one accord. Okay. I don't think they could all fit in that one car. Okay. But think about this the next time. I know you've heard it before, right? Okay. The next time you go down Route 256, if there weren't any lights, you'd say, whoopee, I can make it in five minutes, right? Oh, four minutes. Maureen says four minutes. There are laws. <laughs> okay. We need those lights. Those lights ensure that sooner or later we're going to get there. We need those commandments. Every single one of us has needs. Every single, single one of us wants to be somewhere at a certain time. But we need to be able to, as Father Jim says, with the bicycle, share the road. We need to be able to share this world that we have. And how do we do that? We do that by learning who Jesus is. He taught us. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And we've heard that in the many a funeral that we have even yesterday. We just heard that, that that's what happens. We only make it by living the Christ that life, that the life that Christ gives us. And that's why I said that the last part of that from the second reading, for Christ also suffered for sins once for the righteousness, for the sake of the unrighteousness. And then he says, for it is better to suffer for doing good, if that be the will of God, than for doing evil. We're all going to suffer in this world. Nobody will escape this world without dying. Let us do it for Christ. Let us know who Jesus is. And I will also add, I'm not going to make it really long this morning, but I also add that three, three out of four of our members don't come to church. They could be our children, relatives, friends, neighbors, whatever. We need to proclaim the word of God to them. Father Jim and I will proclaim the word here and also when we go to Kroger's or where else, wherever else. You, you are in the world as much as we are in the world, if not more, on a daily basis. You need to become that intentional disciple and bring the person of Christ to everyone that you meet. They need to know who he is. Amen.